preaching on, I'm beginning a series on honor. Somebody say honor. And I'm preaching from my book, The Voice of Honor. It's 20 cities. If you don't have some, you can get it. It's all, the, book is, the books are almost finished. I have to make sure they print some. People are just ordering for them, sir. I've not yet even put it on Amazon. These days I've been very busy, so we've not worked on that. Amen. Somebody say honor. Now, let's look at something in the book of Genesis. The book of Genesis. Chapter 2, verse 16. Genesis chapter 2, verse 16 and 17. Are you there? If you are there, say I'm there. If you are not there, say wait. Oh. And the Lord commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Amen. I don't know if you have seen this, this text of scripture in the Bible before. Now, when God created Adam and Eve, he gave them an instruction. And the first instruction he gave to them was that they should. They, the first law the Lord gave to Adam and Eve was for them to make sure that they do not eat of the tree that is in the middle of the garden. Now, if you went to Sunday school, they told you the tree was what? An apple tree. Adam put the apple or no? But the Bible does not mention that it is an apple tree. And if you have been around for a while, I've talked about this over and over again, but I'm, doing, I'm repeating it again. That it is not an apple tree. And the Bible does not make mention of the kind of tree. Some people say it's a fig tree, but the Bible doesn't mention so we can't put it there. Amen. Now somebody else says, how can you eat a tree and then die? It is not the eating of the tree. It is the instruction behind the tree. Are you with me? God said that you can eat of every tree in the garden, but the tree in the middle of the garden, you are not permitted to eat of it. Then when Adam was giving the instruction to his wife, Adam added to it that don't even touch it. Because you may be tempted to touch it, and when you touch it, you may end up eating it. So don't touch it. Are you with me? Now, Adam is the first person in the Bible to walk in dishonor. It's not even Lucifer. The first person to walk in dishonor is Adam. God gave him an instruction to keep and he chose not to keep it. And I want you to know that all the problems we are facing today are a product of honor. Sicknesses are a product of honor, dishonor. Sicknesses are honor problem. Poverty is an honor problem. Because in the beginning, it was not so. Now, think about something. We have a word we call utopia. When we say utopia, eh? a utopia simply means a land without sin, a land without pain, a land without disease, a land without a place without sorrow. Okay? In other words, heaven, the heaven we are preparing to go, is a utopia because it's a place where everything you desire is there. Every good thing you desire, not every bad thing, because you may, sometimes you may have a, a desire that maybe your neighbor will die or something, or you want to go and rape somebody's wife. Not that kind of desire. In a, as a matter of fact, even in heaven, there won't be that kind of desire. I agree. 
But God created man and gave him a heaven on earth. And the Bible called the place Eden. Somebody say Eden. Now Eden was a place God ordained that man should live and enjoy life. He had everything he needed until dishonor came into place. Look around you. Corruption is a dishonor problem. Armed robbery is a dishonor problem. Strokes, diabetes, arthritis, all of them began because one man chose to dishonor the voice of God. Are you here with me? Are you here with me? Honor is so important that God is willing to take people to hell for it. Do you know that? People go to hell because of dishonor. <laughs> oh yeah. People go to hell. Please, you can leave that place and come and join us. People go to hell because of dishonor. What kind of dishonor? The dishonor of rejecting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Because God has said that the soul that sins will die. And for a man to inherit eternal life, that man must believe in the gospel. The man must believe that Jesus died for his sin. And that Jesus rose from the dead for his sin. And that God will one day judge him. The man must believe in the gospel. Now, a man may live and say, I don't believe in Jesus. I don't believe any Jesus existed. And for dishonoring God's instruction of believing in the Son, God says that for this reason, I'm taking you to hell. Are you with me or you have gone home to take tea? You are here. So I'm saying that God takes people to hell for what? For what? Sin is a kind of dishonor. Sin is a kind of dishonor. Are you here with me? Are you here with me? Yeah. What is a society without honor? What is a home without honor? What is a marriage without honor? What is an organization without honor? What is a school without honor? If there is no honor in a society, that society is bound to be corrupted and crash. Ghana is going down a spiral drain. The society is getting more corrupt and more corrupt and more corrupt because of dishonor. Are you here with me? I know that maybe you may not want this kind of message to be preached to you. But me, I don't care. That's why I'm preaching it anyway. Are you, are you with me? If not for dishonor, if not for dishonor, why would a member of parliament chew a ballot box, an honorable chew a ballot box? A, a ballot paper, yeah, a ballot paper. <laughs> I don't even know the difference. <laughs> huh? Why? Because somebody just came to a point and realized that I am too selfish and too self-centered that as an, an old man like me, looking after a whole providence, a whole country or a whole locality or a whole region, uh, a whole municipality, whatever it, they call them, constituency, aha. Uh -huh. A whole constituency. 
with maybe one million people under me. I don't respect myself so much that I'm willing to take a ballot box, run away and chew it. And chew it. Then after the whole nation sees that, youths abroad now think that these people are stupid people and they are foolish. It's time for us to insult them. These things are some of the reasons why they are brought people started insulting an adult. Because of dishonor. We live in a country, people want to become popular by criticizing people that have achieved twice of what they are about to achieve. Where if you want to become popular, the only thing you need to do is find someone who has achieved something, fighting, insulting, and you end up becoming somebody. Go to social media, people with 1 million views, 1 million followers, and 10,000 followers, 50,000 followers. Watch their, 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 their timeline. It's either he's criticizing one pastor or breaking news. This person has raped somebody. Breaking news. This person has... We are living in a society, it looks like the only thing that trends is when someone falls. The only thing that trends, the only thing that trends and sells is the distraction of another man. You hear breaking news and it is breaking news. Somebody's company has collapsed. Breaking news, somebody has gone behind his wife's back. Because dishonor has entered the heart of our society. That people do not place value on people. People do not place value on societies. People do not place value on leaders. And most leaders do not even place value on themselves. Why will a minister go and fight over food? I mean, how much is food? Eh? Somebody like you who, make, who can go in, you can eat in any part of the world. Though. Eh? And there's no place in the world you can go eat. But you go and fight over, over fried rice. It's a dishonor problem. Are you with me? Are you here with me? We cannot build a nation with dishonor. We cannot build a church with dishonor. We cannot build Christianity the way it's supposed to be with dishonor. We cannot get it down. When we go back to the Bible, we find out that everything that was built well was built on the platform of honor. Ruth said to Naomi, Entreat me not to go. For where you lay, I will lay. Where you die, I will die. Honor. In our society today, offend somebody, just, just offend. You see how, how people, let me offend someone, just make a small mistake and offend somebody. You'll be surprised what they'll do. I've seen it happen to me a number of times. I've seen people that, that in quote, let me use the word wash it. Eh? Because it is not honor. Huh? Until the day I said something they didn't want to hear. They deleted my number. They blocked me. Before that, they insulted me. And they blocked me and left. <laughs> After a year later, they came back to apologize. I said, ah, yeah, I knew you would come back. What will make someone look at the pastor who has blessed his marriage and insulted me? Don't you think so?
you with me? Are you with me? We can't have a good society without honor. Marri your marriage will collapse in a year if dishonor is in place. Do you know why people go for side checks? It's a dishonor problem. It's a dishonor problem. It's not necessarily fair ladies or because they are called slave queens. I'm telling you this because most of the people that other men go after, eh, eh, they are more uglier and they don't have to dress than their wives in the house. I'm telling you this. But simply because when they come home, the wife sees them as a man who is just in the house. <laughs> are you here with me? And when they go to the office, this lady is bowing down. This lady is, oh, please, sir. Thank you, sir. Who are you? Thank you, sir. And it feels like, wow, someone is giving me special treatment. Are you with me? Then he comes home. He comes back home. This manager comes back home. Eh? Removes maybe his shirt and places it on the, the sofa. Then the wife comes out. I told you don't do this thing again. Don't you know we'll get visitors? And when they come, hey, hey. Then he begins to compare. The secretary in the workplace. And this woman that I'm married to, who treats me better? I have said this and I keep saying it everywhere I go that people will always stay in the environment they are treated better. That's why restaurants that restaurants that treat people better, they always have people coming there. Shops that treat people better, they always have people coming there. With honor, with respect, with reverence. With value. You won't go to Isbeth Hotel. I don't know about me. I've never been to Isbeth Hotel and found any of their waiters or um, chefs even, even shout at me before. Or treat me in a certain way before. But I've been to some quenchen, quenchen restaurant and seen how even the one selling the food has tried to... Otazai! You're that's why I will go to Isbeth and buy food for 80 cities. Than to go and stand somewhere and buy for 12 cities. Because I respect myself. I respect myself. It's the reason I buy toothbrush from Melcom. Toothbrush. I buy toothbrush from Melcom. Toothbrush. Toothpaste. Toothpaste. Eh? I buy toothpaste from a supermarket. Because of disrespect. When you go to a store to buy something like toothpaste, they feel like, ah, this thing is too cheap. So you are not bringing them too much money. Do you see that? <laughs> they will put it in some lazy black, pro you can buy something for 10 they'll give it to you in a, a lazy black polythene. It's a sign of dishonor. How much is a polythene? That you cannot package something well for, your, for, for someone who comes to buy something that is more than 10 Ghana cities. But you buy something for about 50 cities and they'll put it in a black polythene. It's a sign they don't respect you. Yeah. Am I teaching on honor? I'm saying that this thing cuts across in every place. Every place. So me, can you imagine AFM, I bought something, I'm holding a black polythene and I'm walking in town. <laughs> With your black person, be like, hey, 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 is that your family or is somebody else? Yeah, it's me. I went to buy something, they put it in a black quality. 
going to buy food and they put it in a black politic. <laughs> and I'm holding it like this in town. Can you imagine? <laughs> in a black politic. <laughs> Listen. The value you place on your marriage determines the kind of man you, you attract. The value you place on your marriage. Not that you are, yet, you are married though. But the value you place on your marriage. The value you place on yourself determines the kind of man you attract. Because it is how you honor yourself. Because, listen, you can place a certain kind of value on yourself that it attracts a certain kind of people. Hey. Hey. I hear. That's why I may not buy something in a certain place because they'll put it in something. They'll put it in something. These days, they didn't have green politics blue so you can't get you can't get any of those nice politics you are still using black politics since Kwame Nkrumah time you are still using black politics eh? <laughs> are you with me are you with me so I'm telling you that honor is a very important thing that determines the growth of a ministry you go to a place, then the ushers are already fighting with you. Will you go there again? Ask yourself, why is it that every time I'm preaching and I see somebody coming out, coming in, if I know their names, I mention, I say, wow, comfort, you're welcome. What do you think is the reason? It is honor. It is honor. No matter where I'm preaching, if I see someone coming in, they move it, I say, wow, you're welcome. If I know their names, I mention their names. They are honor. Because when you mention somebody's name or you try to work out, they feel like, wow, I'm important. It is honor. Listen, you learn it all. It's ethics all. <laughs> now, what is honor? I gave 12 definitions of honor. How many of them? There are 12. Now, all, all the 12 I give, generally speaking, to, to say honor, honor refers to placing something of high esteem. To place something of high esteem. To see something as important. Okay? To see something as important. Okay? To place value on something or someone. Are you with me? To regard something as of high esteem is called honor. Point one, I said honor is a celebration of difference. Point one, honor is a celebration of difference. Shalom, you're welcome. Is Alenda, you're late. You're welcome. Honor is a celebration of difference. 
Listen, in this world, we are all different. In this church, we are all different. Are you with me? We are not the same. Are you here with, are you with me? Even in, in the choir, in the providence, huh? you are not the same. In the literary team, they are not the same. In the protocol department, they are not the same. When four preachers are together, each of them have a different kind of ministry. Are you with me? And because of that, we must learn to identify difference in people and reward them for their difference. So honor is the willingness to celebrate someone for being different. Are you with me? Whether you like it or not, I am not the same as your elder brother. Hey, I'm not the same as the taxi driver you picked the car who drove you to Chira. Hey, are you listening? I'm not the same as the taxi driver who drove you to Chira. So you cannot treat me like the taxi driver that you know. Because we are not the same. It takes honor for you to know that your biological parents are not like your classroom teachers. It takes honor to know the difference. Honor is identifying difference and celebrating difference. When you don't know honor, you treat everyone the same way. You disregard. Hey, hey, hey. of difference. You must learn how to discern different people and honor them for it. When I, every environment I go, I, 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 I observe things. And I, I, I discern individuals. And I see that this person is a different kind of person. And I cannot treat this person like all the other teachers, all the other lecturers, all the other pastors, all the other leaders in this place because this person is different. And for that matter, I must treat them with a certain high sense of regard. Are you with me? That's why if we invite Joe Metal to this place, we will not treat Joe Metal the same way we treat Sister Linda, even though they are they all single. Are you with me? Or David, who is not here. We will not, because Joe Metal it's not David. And the place you met us too, you can say, oh, I'm not going to get a microphone back. If you do that, it is a sign you don't respect. It's a sign you don't respect. Hey, are you here with me? If you do that, it's a sign you don't respect. That's why when we're having TGJ, when we're having very big our conferences, and we see that a pastor has come immediately, we make sure that we give the person a special seat. Why do you think it's so? Is it because we want to let people know that pastors have come for our program? No. Because we don't want to dishonor them. The Bible says that you should give honor to whom honor is due. And a man of God is worthy of double honor. That's why when you go to the hospital, you can't meet a doctor and be treating like a nurse. Even when the doctor is coming, the nurses are bowing down. The nurses that try to also behave in a certain way, they, he makes sure they transfer them. He makes sure that they are not treated well in the workplace because they think they are somebody. Are you here with me? When I was in college, I, I, I was privileged to know a number of people in high positions in the school. And then, um, anytime I was in Rondo, I saw some of the teachers that 
you know, the lecturers that, you know, this one is a senior man. But when they come around these people, they say, boss, yes, I boss. Yes, I boss. And when they leave, you know that actually this person too is a senior man. Oh. It is called honor. It's not called being a fool. It's called honor. It's not called being a fool. And besides, the same people who, like, let's say if Edgar is the vice principal or is the dean of students, and you see that someone is coming to Edgar, and the person who is coming to Edgar, they are being, oh, yes, I boss. They also, they are older than them. They are richer than them. But they know that if I dishonor this person, if I need certain opportunities, I will not get them. Now, when few people are trying to show honor to someone, you find foolish people around who are trying to say, who is this guy? I've heard that he's even sleeping around. I've heard that he's even... And that is why some people never get certain promotions in their workplace because they don't know that this person is the one holding the key to your breakthrough. But they can't teach they clap their hands and bind demons, making it think that it is the binding of demons that will give them promotion. They don't know that it is honor that gives promotion. It is honor. It's not binding of demons. The demon holding your promotion is dishonor. The demon holding your marital peace is dishonor. It's called dishonor. The demon holding your finances is dishonor. Someone you have decided not to celebrate their difference. Somebody who pays your school fees for you. Or someone who is helping you and giving you money and help, and you treat them like your classmates you are with in the same class. You can call them and speak your mind to them. Then next month you are calling, hello, uncle. You know, the school fees, they say we should pay 4,000. He said, go and, I, am I not the same person you were insulting last week? Do you think they obey? Do you think people are fools? It takes honor to be promoted. So, honor is a celebration of difference. Somebody say a celebration of difference. Point two, what is honor? Honor is a personal decision. It's a personal decision. It's a personal decision. You decide to be an honorable. You decide to be an honorable. You decide to be a man of honor. You decide to be a woman of honor. You decide to be a man of virtue. You decide to be respectful. You decide to be humble. You decide to honor people. You it's a decision you make on your own. Are you with me? You choose it. It's a personal decision. Someone will not be the one to choose honor for you. Eh? Elijah chose to honor God. Elisha chose to honor Elijah. Gehazi chose to dishonor Elijah. Elisha said, let him go with his food. Gehazi said, no. It was no demon. He said, no. So it's a personal decision for you to walk in dishonor. When you disrespect people, you should celebrate their difference. When you decide to dishonor people, you know these people are higher than you. They are important people who determine the going and the coming of certain things in your life. It is not a demon. It is not... It's not like I forgot, I didn't know. It is dishonor. If you say you are, if you say I am your father, if you say I am, I'm, I'm your mentor, I'm your role model, eh? and you live in this town, and I release a book, and you don't buy it, and after one year we are chatting and find, oh, that book I have not yet acquired it all. It's a sign that you don't honor me. 
Oh, yes. If I come to a town in a city to preach and you are there, you don't come. It's a sign you have no place value on me. It's a sign you don't honor me. There's a man of God I follow in Nigeria. He came to Ghana just this year to preach for, and have some conferences in Accra. But during that same time, I had something I was doing. So I got in touch. I was there. Reverend Austin called me and said, I said, wow. Then he said, you need to get in touch. I said, yeah, yeah. I quickly sent him a message. I said, oh, please, will you bring any books? He said, yeah. I said, I want to buy all of them. Then he sent me the list. I said, I said, I said I'll, I'll buy it. Then he gave me someone. I did a transaction with the person. And he told me something. He said, I came to Ghana to pray. I preached to a lot of people. And no one bought all my books. It's a sign that you have honored me. It's a sign that you have honored me. If I land in Nigeria now, where to sleep is not a problem for me. Even China, if I land in China, I will not be lost. Because there are people that I have honored. And because you don't know honor, there are certain things you trivialize them. You trivialize them. It means you 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 play with them. I mean, why won't you wish me on my birthday? What, what is wrong with you? Why is it that on my birthday you said um, you are my student? I mean, no physical, I mean, I don't use the word my son. You are my son. But on my birthday you didn't wish me. And you tell me I forgot all. It is a sign that you have not placed value on my life. It's a sign. It's a sign that you have started backsliding. You can't say, oh, it's demons. Oh, you know, my mother said you are lying. Because, listen, listen, sometimes when we have conferences, we invite some people and they say, hey, my mother said, but you're able to sneak out of the house to go for your boyfriend's place. You can sneak out of your house to go to your boyfriend's place, but you can't sneak out of your house to come for my meeting. No. It's a personal decision. Say, I choose to walk in honor. Honor, it distinguishes people. Get it, see? Honor distinguishes people. Listen, eh? sister, eh? as someone make I why do you say? Maybe I, I'm just saying things. I'm just saying things. But eh? if you are living in a society, in a place, by society I mean your workplace, and you work in honor, you will find out that you will be different in the workplace. If you are a man of honor, you will be different. You will be different. In, when I was in college, I'm telling stories, right? When I was in college, I never wore slippers until the day I had an accident with my leg. You never see me on slippers. When by slippers, I mean chaliwati. There were other pastors here on campus that were always on chaliwati and all kinds of shabby clothing. And because of that, even by the end of first semester, I noticed a certain sense of regard. Anytime people were mentioning this guy, if there's any man of God, I respect him, this guy, this guy. It doesn't because not, most of them, somebody like Mr. Odi, he has never heard me preach in his lifetime. Never heard me preach. Never. Never. 
There's a man on campus, he's called Mr. Fiawe. You can sit down. You know Mr. Fiawe? Now that man is a soldier man. Eh? He regards me in high esteem. He has never heard me preach. Sometimes you think, oh, it's because we are preaching. It's not because, it's how we carry ourselves. It's how we carry ourselves. Now, so for this, what got talk? Then yogurt. Now, take the Now, worry. Then you just so funny. And I say, I know. I got talk, God. What did you say? What recovery? They don't respect me. And then they say, oh, that's it. Then they ask, oh, you know, we are, we are just trying to be like everyone. You are not like everyone. You are being set apart. You are being called apart. You are being anointed. You are not like every other person. But you dress like any other person. You talk like any other person. You eat anyhow. And because of that, you lose the respect that people should give to you. You can ask us that when we're doing our, um, what do we call it? Project work. That year, they were taking 400 cities. Some were taking 500, some were taking, the lease was even 350. He told Ega, what did he tell you? Also, for counting, he took us 200 cities. And he sent all of them to come and thank me. Honor, <laughs> it brings rewards. I can give you a thousand examples of my life. But if I begin to do, people who listen to this audio, maybe he's just talking about it, but I'm telling you that eh, honor is a personal decision. That's the point I'm talking about. As soon as I step on campus, I said, I will be different. I will not be like any other Because college is almost like SHS. You sleep together, you, you know, then they are always, you can ask. Ask anyone that knew me. It's on recording. My bed was always laid with whites. Even in final, even in, 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 in second year. First year, every day my bed was laid. Every day. You come, laid. Every day my bed was laid. It's not like, you come and my, and when people see, and because of that, I could place my iPhone on the bed and go in the room and come and it's lying there. And my bed was the only bed no one slept on. No one slept on it. Even when somebody came and mistaken, said, hey, bed, you sleep. He said, hey, this bed, we don't sleep on it. And, and, and in the same place, the other preachers that are anointed than me, older than me, and people even steal on their bed. It is not, it is, it is, it is honor. It is honor. It is honor. They steal on their bed. Hey, they will put, <laughs> they will put their clothes on there, they will come and steal the clothes. <laughs> are you with me? Somebody say honor. Somebody say honor. Point what? Oh, honor is a seed for favor. Favor is a special attention somebody gives to you. Honor is a seed for favor. Favor is when you are preferred above others. You are hundred people, but somebody says that I I, I, you, you are the one we have decided to work with. You are the one we have chosen. You are the one we have decided to help. That's favor. If I can see who likes you and is willing to reward you, I can tell where your honor is going. In every community, in every society, in every church, if I can see who is helping you, and after one year, two years, the person is still helping you, 
I can see who you are honoring. Because your honor and your favor, they are Siamese twins, they go hand in hand. Honor and favor, they go hand in hand, they are Siamese twins. Honor is a seed of favor. You want favor, so honor. You don't want favor, so disrespect, so dishonor. So dishonor in a relationship, you will lose it. So dishonor in anything that God has placed in your life, you will lose it. So dishonor in, a, in, in your marriage, it will become something. So dishonor in your finances, it will become something. So dishonor in, in your church, it will be in a certain way. So dishonor in your ministry, it will be in a certain way. You want favor, so honor. You want wealth, so honor. You can unlock uncommon favor by honor. I think Ega is the only person that, that knows, knows, knows some of the stories. If Angie were, were, were here, she would have told you. I used to buy water bags, bottles of boxes of water. Now I said, send this one to this lecture. Send this one to this lecture. In, sometimes in a month, I could give to almost all of them. Except the ones I don't like. <laughs> I'm telling you this. They will be there and, and I'll say, ah, me there, they knew that I was rich, right? And I was rich. You'll be there. I could just, and you come in, I pack them boxes, and I said, you go and give it to this person. And that day is like delivery service. Honor. 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 One day they sacked a student and gave him his indefinite suspension destiny. Oh. They did everything, Charlie. Even they even brought a, a chief to come and say, "I must have far." Then his pastor spoke to me. Said, "Oh, I've heard that you, you." I said, "I said who?" I said, "This." I said, "Ah, this guy, I like him." I said, "Because I like you, don't sack you." I said, "Let me go and talk and come." I went there. Then I sat with somebody. I said, "Ah, I've heard that there's some guy you have you have sacked him." I said, "Jado, are you serious?" I said, "Sankla, we are sat with you." Oh yeah, then you know, then you say, then I saw. Then he said, sir. I said, yeah, penasem. And and said, By Monday, he was back to school. <laughs> Are you with me? And now the guy has graduated and he's waiting for his posting. He's doing, he's doing his destiny. He's doing his service. They finished him. They, they sacked him away. I mean, do you think a student can make them? I mean, which student do you think you are? That's why I tell you that when you see resource, there is something behind resource. A young man like me cannot hold a conference that holds 1,000 human beings. You think it is just normal? It's not. It's not normal. Or you think it's just posters? It's not just posters. There are secrets. Everything there is secret. Every, there are principles behind everything. That they sack a student in a student, another student just went, ah, chiefs have spoken, other lecturers have spoken, I'm fine. Who do you think you are as a student? But honor, honor is a, I tell you, honor is a seed of favor, church. Honor is a seed of favor. It's a seed of favor. Working on a church, working on a people of God, it's a seed of favor. 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 Brothers, if you are going out with a lady, learn to honor her. It's a seed of favor. Hey. Because most of the times, 
It is, we are always asking men, women, you have to honor men, no women, honor men. In this book, I talked about it, how to honor your husband, your, your, your wife. I said, yeah, and, and, and I spoke about it. So when we get there, I'll talk about it. A man must honor his wife and a woman must honor the husband. You're going out with somebody, you must learn to honor them and respect them. By honor, I mean, please, this lady you are going out with her, it's not like, it's like no other lady in the world. Why do you treat somebody you are going out with like your sister? What do you mean, Anna? Are you stupid? No, no, no. You can't do that in this. You are a fool. Ah. Maybe somebody is going to father your children. You are treating the person like your classmates. You talk to the person like your classmates. Are you a stupid person? Look, the important things we have to hammer on them. Me, I don't talk and do sebi sebi. Me, I don't do sebi sebi. I don't do kafra. I don't do, um, excuse me. Are you here with me? When you are in a relationship, learn to honor the person you're going out with. Because that person is like no other person in the world. I mean, this is the person that you have chosen to go out with. Why are you treating the person like that's your old classmate you knew in JHS? That you, you reply the person anytime you want. You know me, I'm always in some way. That's why I'm. Why do you do that? You can ask Lady V. You can ask my wife when I was going out with her. How many? How we used to communicate? Upon all my busy schedules, I still have time for her. Are you with me? I have time for her. I we text every day, every day. Me, I don't like doing calls, SMS, texting every day, every day. Because this somebody I I had decided I want to marry. I can't treat the person like. Uh, like Evelyn. I can't treat her like Evelyn because Evelyn may send me a message and I'll not reply. But if she sends me a message, I must reply. I must reply. I might teach you important things. I mean, I hardly have marriage seminars. When I'm preaching, I add all of them, I mix all of them. Are you with me? Why are you in a relationship? I'm still talking about honor. I have no digression. Why are you in a relationship? Then you are placing a certain sister or a certain brother that is some way. You, and this person is not your father. It's not your, I mean, it's not, it, this person is just a, a, a classmate and the person is rather the one you are always chatting with, you are always communicating with. Then you are, oh, it's just my, your classroom group, your class group, your class group. If you have a best friend either than your beloved, you are a suspect. It means that that relationship will not go far. That marriage won't go far. I mean, why won't you? Why would? Why don't you want to marry your best friend? Huh? <laughs> Am I saying things, or you are? Are you annoying? Are you writing? Oh, you are not writing. Hey. I mean, why is your beloved not your best friend? Huh? That when you are suffering from kata, you rather call another lady. And she's the one you are on phone with. <laughs> <Me> kata, you. <laughs> but your beloved is not even aware you have kata. Another lady is your best friend. Don't say, Prophet, 
you don't have people. I'm saying there are people like that. There are people like that. Sister, are you like that? Hey. Are you, are you like that? When for honor has a sweet spirit. Honor has an aura. An atmosphere. It cannot be faked. It cannot be pretended. It, you can't fake honor. It will betray you. It will expose you. Are you with me? Honor is not hard service. It can be seen, it can be heard, and it can be experienced. Because, oh, man of God, I honor you in my heart. Those statements are lies. Honor can be felt. When you respect somebody, eh, the person knows. The person can see. If the person can see you respect the person, it means you don't respect the person. Because I can see the respect you give to me by how you talk to me, by how you greet me, by how you relate with me. You can see honor. You can see, you can see honor. It's not a half thing. It's not like, oh, you know, she already knows that I honor her in my heart. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. I said it's a what? It's a lie. Honor has an atmosphere. When you enter a room that is full of dishonor, you can feel it. You can see how the people frown their faces towards you. Eh? When you enter a bank and somebody is smiling at you, how do you feel? Even if you are going to redraw Hendrik and I say, you feel like you are so important the whole world. It's not true. Now when you enter and one person is frowning at you, well, how do you feel? Do you even want to come there again? That's what I'm talking about. It has, that's why they're in every, it's something you learn. Just that some leaders are just some way. One time I went to a place. And somebody booked a hotel in advance for me. I thought it was some important hotel. When I went, it wasn't any important hotel. The receptionist, when I went, he was, he was playing a game. Then I, I greeted him. I said, I'm here. So, oh, okay, hold on, I'm coming. Hey. <laughs> and he did some other things. He handed me the keys. And I didn't know where the, the room was. And I asked him, can, can I get somebody? He said, just go this way, you'll find it. Then I just stood there. I said, give me back my money. I won't pay for it. I'm going to another hotel. I told him right there. I do it everywhere. If you hear people say, hey, AFM, it's because of these things. Me, when I come to your store to buy something, and you treat, I'll say I won't buy it. I'll say it right there. I'll tell you I'm going to the next store. I'll tell you right there. I'll, I will let you know that this thing you did is bad. It's wrong. And because of that, I'm leaving this place. Listen, this Bible that we are holding there, it changes people's mindset so. You can't be a student of the Bible and end up becoming just anything. I am a Biblicist. I live by the principles of the Bible. I left there, went to another hotel. Master, as soon as I got there, a, a woman was like in her 40s or something was, was seated at the, 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 the reception there. As soon as I met me, immediately gave me a smile and stood up and went, hello, sir, you're welcome. I said, I need a room. <laughs> and I paid 
one and a half of the, 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 the price that I was going to pay, but I was okay with it. And they, they took my bag and sent it to the, the room. I said, yeah, I said, yeah, this is what we want here. They took me back and said, oh, we, we, this is what we do. We, we have to take your bag. I said, yeah. Because lady, when we went to Kitapo, it's not the same thing. I wanted to carry, I said, no, it is part of our work to carry out your bag to your hotel room. And I said, this is why this is the best hotel in this city. Am I might teach you on honor because as I'm saying, that people will listen to this. Oh, businessmen are listening. People, all kinds of people are listening to the message. They will listen to the message. And those that have insulted you, they will take it and they will repent. It has what? A sweet spirit. It changes the mood of people. Somebody may be angry for the whole day, but the way you treat them can change their mood immediately. It's like, what? The whole you have made my day. Because you decided to honor a man. That's a sweet spirit. You can't pretend it. You can't fake it. You can't fake it. You can't fake it. You can't fake it. Point five. Honor decides feelings. I think I've already talked about it. It decides feelings. Your honor can decide the way people respond to you. The way you honor people decides the way they respond to you. That's what I mean. Okay? The way you honor people decides the way they respond, they respond to you. Jesus went to a place that dishonored him and he responded less. The Bible said he could do dead no mighty works. Said back to heal a few sick people. And he left. He went to Samaria, the whole city received him. They even asked him to stay another day, and he stayed. In his own country, he didn't like being there. In his own town, he didn't like being there. Why? Because of his honor. Honor decides feeling. You can honor a man that he doesn't know what to do for you again. This book will change lives. Change lives. Because I wrote my heart out. And if you say you are my student, you are able to memorize all the points and understand all the things that are written in this book, your life will never be the same again. Let me tell you this. Eh? Let me sit down and tell you this. As in here, it's not in account. That thing you are looking for, eh? if there are a lot of people that are also looking for the same thing. It's true. And money cannot buy everything. It can do a lot of things, though. The, the people you want to get closer to. Honor can open that door for you. The kinds of friends you want to have, honor can bring them into your life. This honor can push the right people out of your life. I got close to a man and I treated him in a different way. 
Others just saw him as, oh, he, 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 you know, people, when you were a son, eh, you, it is easy for you to become familiar because you feel like we always have him and the disposition towards uh, ownership sometimes makes you lose the honor you should place on something. That's why the person who can truly dishonor me is my wife. Because I will never divorce her. But if she's not careful, she'll lose every important thing I can give, ever give to her. Because you can come to a point in your life and eager. You can come to a point you feel like, oh, every time I need him, he's there. Every time. And that is it's a dangerous thing. When we are honoring the man of God, it's not that we are stupid, though. When we invite people to come and preach for us, and we are giving them thousands, huh? it's not that we are stupid, though. It's not that we are stupid. It's a sign that you have placed value on the person. I preached for a church for two days, and they gave me 200 Ghana cities. So every day was Hendrik and <laughs> yeah. And I raised over 10,000 Ghana cities for them. They gave me 200 Ghana cities. <laughs> this is what they gave to me. <laughs> Not this money, this is 200 cities. This is no money to me. This is no money. And not that they couldn't afford to honor me well, and they knew who they were bringing up. But they just didn't place enough value on their money. They feel like I don't deserve enough honor. A week later, they are calling me again. That prophet, can you come and do this? I said, I said, and I said, me that place. I'm done with that place. It is. You can. In my book, I said, if I sense this honor, the relationship is over. I advise myself. If I sense this honor, the relationship is over. Because nothing works with this honor. Nothing works with this honor. Nothing. Nothing works with this honor. Nothing. Think about it. Think about it. Your phone works on battery. When they just feel like, oh, me, I can use a phone without battery. Take out the battery and see if it works. Go and put your, your phone in water and say, oh, it's an iPhone. Put it in water. Three days later, go and take it and see if it will work. You cannot, this is why when you buy a phone, you give it a protector. Why do you give your phones protectors and covers? Because of the value you place on the phone. It's not true. Because you know if the screen breaks right now, you are paying how much? 1,000 CDs to fix a phone, a phone screen. When we invite people to come and preach for us, and we treat them in a certain way. It is not because we don't know what we are doing, no. but giving them escort, whatever. We are treating them well. After the meeting, we are, you know, we have put a seed in an envelope and we are giving to them. Then it's a fool you tell her, oh, we are chopping check, we are misusing the money. The Bible says that the money that is given here should be used for doing a lot of things. And one of the first thing even the Bible mentions about the money that comes to church is honoring men of God. That's the first thing. That's the first thing. In Ghana, you do know the first thing the money of Ghana is used for. Do you know the first thing? The first thing they, they every organized, the first thing the money is used for is paying the, the highest, the highest worker in the organization. Now, because you don't know, you don't know. Do you know that? That's why a teacher thinks that he should be paid like the president of Ghana. 
a teacher thinks that they should pay him like the president of Ghana. Which are the person you cheer or can't accept president? Are you a president? Are you a, a unit committee member? Have you can you be a minister? Can you be an MP? No, no, no. Trying to say they should pay you like the president is, is even dishonor. It is dishonor. Point six. Honor is a bridge into your next level. Proverbs 3.9. Honor the Lord with your substance and with the first fruit of thy increase. So shall thy bands be filled with plenty. Do you want to increase in life? Do you want to increase in ministry? Do you want to increase in finances? Work in honor. Work in honor. Look, every environment has protocols of honor. Okay? Okay? If you even dishonor your finances, you'll be poor. I'm telling you this. The money you should use to pay your rent, if you're going to use to buy an iPhone 12 Pro Max, you will sleep on the roof. So you can't even money, you can't dishonor money and be rich. One day I'll write a book and I'll call it The, the Honor of Money. <laughs> eh? You must play. That's why people who spend anyhow, people just spend anyhow, they don't become anything. Impulse purchasing. Recently I sent one of my daughters out and I said, if you use this money to buy clothes, I'll kill you. You think I'm lying? I said, if, I, if, you, if you use it to buy clothes and I catch you, I'll kill you. Me, me, me and I wasn't lying. Because it had come to my notice that she had been using too much of her money on, on, on fashion and luxury. And she had gotten plenty of money and I said, there, I said, if you use this money on clothes and I catch you, I'll kill you. I think I'm lying. Then she said, yes, sir, master. I said, yeah. If I catch you, you are finished. You are finished. You are finished. A bridge. Do you know a bridge? How many of you know a bridge? How many of you have seen a bridge before? If you have never seen a bridge before, raise your hand. You have never seen a bridge before, raise your hand. Unless, have you seen a bridge before? Now, A bridge links two highlands amidst a lowland. Okay? These ones they're doing the roads, they are not even bridge, they are they are water canals, they are not necessarily bridges. The ones they usually do in this one with some water passing under. Those ones are not bridges, they are water canals. Okay, they allow water to pass under the road. A bridge is big. There's a highland here, there's a highland there, and there's a there's a there's a there's a lowland here. 
with water. Either some of there is water or some of there is not even water. It's just the earth that is, is down, it's cracked, is down. And in order for you to be able to cross, you need a bridge to be on top of you so that you can cross. If not, you fall inside the water. Do you see that? Now, honor is a bridge into, from your now to your tomorrow. Honor is a bridge from where you are to where you're going to be. It is a bridge out of poverty. It is a bridge out of childish, childishness. It is a bridge out of mediocrity into stardom. It is a bridge out of nothingness into somethingness. It is a bridge out of poverty into wealth. It is a bridge out of mediocrity into stardom. Honor is a bridge. I have bridged myself out of poverty. I have bridged myself out of nothingness. Out of nobodiness. Into something. By honor. Honor the Lord with your substance. Honor the, Listen, obeying the word of God is a way you honor God. And I, 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 I'm just, I, today I'm just, I'm talking about what is honor. I'm giving you general things. But when we begin to talk about how to honor God, you find out that this is how we honor God. And how to honor your wife. How to honor, and in my book, Servantship, mentorship, and honor. I'll be talking about how to honor a man. Okay? It's not in the voice of honor. It's not in this one. How to honor a man. Hey. Look at a scripture in the book of Psalms, chapter 1, chapter one verse 1. Today I won't close early. When I'm done with my seven points or whatever, how many points are they? There are 12. Then we close. Hey. <laughs> Psalm 1 verse 1. Are you there? Psalm 1 verse 1. Are you there? If you are there, say I'm there. If you are not there, say wait. Oh. Okay, I'm waiting. This is a scripture of honor. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Blessed is the man that, do, that does not walk in this honor. Okay? Nor standeth in the way of sinners. Nor seated in the seat of discomfort, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. Do you see it? He finds delight in the law of the Lord. And his Lord does he meditate day and night. Now look at the bridge. He said, He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters that bringeth forth his fruit in a season. His leaves also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Whatsoever. How many days? Whatsoever. said honor is a bridge into your job breakthrough. It is a bridge into marital excellence. It's a bridge into your greatness. This honor is a bridge into nothingness. Then I told the story of a certain preacher who I didn't mention his name. Who I can't mention his name. Who had a, a, a big TV station and had a big ministry Traveling all over the country, traveling all over the world. Then he started working in this honor. He will pick somebody like Archbishop Nicholas Daka Williams and blast him. He will pick Benny Hinn and say, Oh, this thing he says is nonsense. He will pick Utabel. He will pick all the fathers who had toiled for 
for him to also have a ministry. He dishonored all of them until the day came where he had a scandal. And I was watching on, 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 on social media and people were dragging him out of his car and insulting him. People entered his church. In the church, certain people were running there saying, you're a fool, you're stupid. Hey, the day I saw it, there were tears in my eyes. I couldn't believe people can do this to a man of God. I just couldn't believe it. That our society has gone down that people can do this to a man of God. And the Lord also spoke to me and said, these are the seeds of dishonor. When you walk in dishonor, a certain covering is lifted over you, especially dishonor towards your fathers, especially in ministry. A certain covering over your life is lifted and Satan takes an advantage over your life. And then he hires people. He said, go and finish him off. And I think now he's getting back on his feet. And I think he has learned his lessons. I learned lessons from it not to, to be an attacker of my fathers, no matter how wrong they are. That's why you don't see me preaching and say, oh, this thing that bishop said is a lie. He doesn't read his Bible well. But that was what the man was saying. He doesn't read the Bible well. I'm preaching the same thing. Hey, dishonor. The same person you were watching on TV and you were inspired to come into ministry. Now you, you have a TV station. You have a big ministry. And you think they have not done anything because you, are, you have a larger congregation than them. Your downfall is coming. Your downfall is coming. Recently, I was chatting with a young minister about two years ago. Every time I was with him, I found out that he was always criticizing the fathers. I told him, hello, sir, do you know why your ministry is always grounded? No one helps you. It seems like you are lonely and alone. Nothing works. Because you are a dishonorer. This and this and this. I said, change it. And then he started changing. And he started seeing improvement in his life. If you don't work in honor, you'll be grounded. Amen. Honor is the willingness to reward people for their hard work and diligence. The willingness to reward people for their hard work and their diligence. Now look at this. When I am celebrating my birthday, okay, and people are calling me and someone said, Prophet, I want to buy you this. And all over the place, people are celebrating me. It's not because I'm a pastor. <laughs> are you with me? Because those same people cry, it wouldn't be possible that they don't even post their pastor on social media when they are celebrating their birthday. Are you with me? They are doing so because it is the willingness to celebrate a man for working hard. For his diligence. Will you quit teaching to do ministry? Will you quit government teaching to do ministry? <laughs> I quit to do ministry. Mr. Solo, you know why I'm in the school? I'm in the school because of my wife. Yeah. I'm not there for anything. I'm just there because of her. I just feel like I'm in the house. So let me just go, go just follow her and just go. That's why I'm there. That's why she's the one who bought the forms first. And I was there, I said, ah, me cry. 
doesn't go. That's all. There's, I don't need it to go and teach. I don't need it to go and teach. Because me, I've quit for I've quit forever. <laughs> Maybe I need the, I needed to upgrade myself in knowledge wise. That's all. <laughs> Diligence. Let me show you a scripture in the Bible. Proverbs 12, 12, 24. The hand of the diligent shall bear rule. 12, 24. But the slothful shall be under tribute. Shall be under tribute. The hand of the diligent. Listen. If you are lazy, know that no one will place any important value on you. You have been employed in a place. You go to work late. You are asked to do a certain kind of work. You do it like a desical. You work in this chair. You are a worker. They say you do this. You don't do it. They tell you do this. And you expect to be treated special. You will never be treated special when you are not hardworking. When it is time for you to be rewarded, there will be no reward for you because you are not diligent. Two months now when you are it's a sign you are not diligent. Every I can stand here and boldly say it. Every man I have ever worked with, they will never stand anywhere and say, I don't work fast. They will never. Me, if I come and work in a workplace, if I come and join your workplace, you are not diligent, you are in trouble. Because soon I'll take your position. Oh, yeah. I hate me. If you ever see me and I'm there and I'm doing nothing and I'm just watching them, it means I don't have anything to do at that time. <laughs> I don't have anything to do at that time. When Geoffrey was sharing the testimony on, on my web, the UNN, when I was in, I used to wake up 3 a.m. every day and go to class. 3 a.m. every day when I'm in class. Hey, <laughs> hey. You will, especially in these tertiary institutions, you will, and even in some ministries, some churches. That is why when I work with people and they don't work well, I sack them. I tell them, you will not work with me again. That's why I closed the AFM choir. I told them, I'm done with you. You are all fired. Go and look for it. Another choir to join. Then I, I selected David. I said, David, look for people who are willing to work with you and start a new choir. And the choir is no more AFM choir. The choir is called the Providence. True stuff. I'm done. I've sacked all of them. The ones I sacked, eh, they had great voices. I still sacked them anyway. Because this world is not built on talent. It's built on diligence. If you don't take responsibility to be distinguished, don't expect people to honor you. Don't expect people to promote you. You are working in the workplace. You go there late. You are always late. Then it's time for promotion. You are, you are following prophet. Prophet, my promotion, my promotion. But you are always late. You don't go to work. The hand of the diligent shall be rule. Honor is the willingness to reward people for their diligence. Are you a singer? Are you a lawyer? Are you a nurse? How do you work? Do you go to the workplace and sleep? When you are taught to do something in church, how do you do? Do you do lazy work? Lazy work, come and mop the floor. Do you do lazy work? And you expect God to bless you. You do lazy work. 
There's been some times I've asked people to do something. When I came, I said, ah. I said, I said, remove everything. You know, this is lazy work. That's why some people don't want to work with me. Oh. I don't like lazy work. Lazy work. <laughs> Ask the literality when we're having TGG. They were just at their hostel, their hotel, just sleeping in. Lazing around. I called and said, hey! Ever since we started young and useful, anytime you people come, you are just sleeping. You are treated like princesses and princes. If you don't come and clean this church premises, I will sack all of you. That's what Papa, we are doing. I said, I will sack all of you. Do you think the church is left for special people to come and clean so that you people come and dance? Within 15 minutes' time, they were there. They were where? They were there. They were there to clean. They cleaned and finished. They said, Papa, want to go. I said, stay here. We are working. If we need somebody to carry hammer, we will call one of you, so stay here. Listen, if you are asked to work in the church, do church work and take it serious. God, there is a blessing in it. If you are asked to do a protocol, be an organizer. Don't be a lazy organizer. Eh? Don't be a lazy organizer. Don't be a lazy when, 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 when Apostle Joshua Talina came, I was part of the, 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 with only two people that were selected as the main organizers, me and Apostle Captain. And we didn't do a small job. We didn't do a small job. The pastors, the pastors meeting, you saw the pastors meeting that the people came for. In the pastors meeting, you saw that every one of them were giving tags. I did all of them, over 100 of them. Each one of them had to feel it. I, that is, I did everything. Hundred, do you know hundred? I mean, every one of you have to edit. You enter one, you export, save it. Then you come two, export, save hundred. <laughs> yeah. Then every day I'll be calling them, please, wow, far. Have you done this? Have you paid this person? The, the, the media team, that the one who met him in Accra, I arranged for it to be done. I arranged for Kumasi as well. I arranged everything. Then when we were done, the prophet spoke to me and said, Prophet, thank you so much for helping and blessing and helping us. If you are children, I'll just, just hanging around, just to come and sit down and take fans. And that's what people like, especially when we have people who are working in churches. They only love to just come and sit in front rows and wear nice suits. And that's all. They come to church with nice suits. And they are workers. And I keep telling you that if you are a church worker and you don't have anything doing, please stop being a church worker. Even stop being a church member. Leave the church. We will challenge you to work. Do you see that we are doing Christianity on a, on a higher... <laughs> Walk up level. Me, my Christianity, the way I'm doing ministry, it's a walk up level. It's <laughs> a walk up level. I'm not doing. You can ask Philip. Yesterday I told you something. What did I tell you? I told you that. I asked him to send me a picture, audio, for about two audios. Last day, Pastor Justice by a pictures, me, Sajan Kayo. In the Dabeni, I post pictures. Huh? I'm a one week, I say, have a bedroom. Still. Then I sent him a message. I said, please, if you know you can't do this work, stop it. 
so that we know that no one does this work. Didn't I tell you that? Stop it. Because there's nothing that is done here that I don't know how to do it. I taught NST photography. There's nothing. What? Nothing. So it is a privilege for you to work. So don't be lazy. You don't tell me that on Sunday we close from on church on Sunday, Philip. Eh? And you were there, you were rather taking fans and teaching people. Then you couldn't take any of their phones to copy that this thing. You go to me and say, oh, I copied it on the phone. Me, I don't do my work like that. Oh. I expect the thing to be ready as soon as you can ask Edgar. When, when Edgar was taking care of the audios, he could edit the 1 a.m. and Edgar is still awake editing audios. 1 a.m. Ask him when I used to stay with him in Brickham, when we go for young guys, we we'll be close and we get home. I'm and so preacher, professor, I'm tired. And I'm still awake and we are editing audio. When we're working at Impact, and I was media man, we will close upon week 1 a.m., get to the, the house, and 1 a.m., I'm editing over 200 pictures. And I have to make sure, because the next day, the conference, another meeting is there, so the pictures must come online at that time. 1 a.m., and, and at 6 a.m., I'm going to work. And when we are having a conference for one full week, we close at 12, sometimes 1, and we have to walk home. And when I get to my open the laptop and I insert it, and I have to edit every picture and make sure it is ready before I sleep every day. They give you small work to do, and, and you, are, you are just doing, what are you doing? Huh? Come and read around, and you have, you can, it takes you a whole month to come and read. Go and buy simple power, power, go and buy power. It has to take you a month to remember. <laughs> you are not serious. <laughs> I'm telling you that you are not serious. <laughs> diligence. Listen, diligence, eh? It changes every place. I'm about to end. Let me end with diligence. I'll end with diligence. It changes every workplace. It changes every environment. It changes everything. It changes everything. You must be diligent. The work entrusted to you must be done well and done well. It must be done and done well. If you are interested with anything, you should, nothing must collapse, collapse in my hand. Nothing must collapse in my hand. No, 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 no. If you give me, I will multiply. Not, that's what it means to be diligent. Though. That if you are given two things, you should turn to the four. Now, this kind of person, very soon, people will start honoring him. People start celebrating him. People start giving him a certain kind of treatment, a higher form of treatment. And then, the same people are at the same church, on the same ministry, in the same workplace, we feel like, eh, hey, who doesn't think he is? Not everybody likes him. Everyone likes him. It's not everyone likes him. Oh, they are diligent. And people have seen enough diligence in them to reward them for their diligence. Lift up your hand and say in the name of Jesus. I will walk in honor. I will be diligent from today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. Wow. Are you blessed?
take out your offering. If you came with your tithe, you can take your tithe as well. Take out your offering. You see that we have gotten new, a new big mixer board. Have you seen that? Yeah, it's very expensive. But if you need something to buy, you need about 4,000 Ghana to, to buy. So we have to pay for it. So how much are you going to give for us to pay for it? Maybe you say, I'll give mobile money or something. 20 cities, 50 cities, something. I want to 